His opponent from St. Petersburg, Florida, 231 pounds, Barry Horowitz. Yeah, the chocolate's yay, Brasileño. Yeah, to the back of the hat, lean back in the lap, crack the window, hear the soldier sounds and that in the back. Ain't no cat in the hat, just a cat that can rap. This is Brunson, representing Flushing Queens on the map, yeah. Alright, so, what up, what up, it's your boy Rock Violet coming to you live from the spot, over there, over there in the cut. This is Turnbucks and Brass Nugs, featuring your boy Brock Rollick with Scuba Steve. Yep. And just Essie. Yes. <laughs> oh, that sounded robust, Brock. It was. Robust. <laughs> Sounds like you're almost too oozy right now. It's gonna, I'm going to be real oozy come by the end of the show. <laughs> I was gonna say you're gonna be concentrated, Usi. I will be a big super... concentrated Usi. <laughs> I will be super saiyan Usi. Anyway. All right, well, no. your bongos. Ah, riddle, riddle. All right. Uh, you know what? In, in... In a way, I, I, I want to talk about Crown Jewel. In a way, I kind of want to forget about Crown Jewel. But uh, if I can interject there, Brock, I have to give a huge shout out to Jay of that, Jay for whooping our ass in the picks. Did she? I, I, I listened through the whole two plus hours of the fine, fine art we produced last week. And she had one wrong answer. One. Ooh, which one did she have wrong? She missed the O of the C of all people. Who? But she got you. You took the OC. I did take the OC just because they had been losing so much. I didn't think that they would lose. The and what's funny is that they did the 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 same the, the very thing that we said that they were they should have done at Crown Jewel. They did it the next night on Raw. Right, I, I liked it though. I I liked it, it because they pulled the swerve on you. Yeah, you know, they mentioned Phoenix, they mentioned Beth, Tear, and and R.I.P. Beth, and they zigged, and we thought they were gonna zag. But but JJ, don't complain about the one loss you had and try to justify it. No, no, it. I'm not complaining. I stand behind what oh my thought gosh. process was. No, I I I see it. Well, I mean, I I could explain all like f three or four of my losses, but I'd rather not. Okay, so um, starting with that one, uh, I guess me and Steve were right and Jesse was wrong. Yeah, yeah. They, the uh, Judgment Day did win. The J, yeah. And the I J will say, miss that one. Rhea Ripley is my woman crush. She looks badass with the hair done. I like uh, it. I don't know, Miss, Miss, Miss Yim there wasn't looking bad with a kendo, but I guess we'll get to that at some point. Stage. She looks awesome. I'm, I'm so glad to see her back. So, do you, you want to jump into what you don't want to jump into for a quick recap of it, or just that's what we're doing right now? We're, re we're quickly recapping it. So, we got the OC well, down. What's the next one? All right. Well, the first one was uh, Lashley Lesnar. Lashley beats the living crap out of Lesnar for the majority of the match. Lesnar pulls his inner 
uh, in her heart and flips over on the uh, hurt lock, wins one, two, three. Looked a lot like uh, Bret Hart used to do with some of those moves. So what did you think about that match there, JJ? I I was honestly, I thought the ending was creative, but still it sucked. I didn't like it. It was kind of one of those like, oops, this is what we're going to do. Like, I don't know. It just to me was very anticlimactic. Right. But I think that was more to protect Bobby so that they could keep doing it and not make it seem, you know what I mean? Like, like the the, yeah. the win was questionable, so there's reason to keep the feud going. Yeah, no, I get it. I get it. It's just, I don't know. Like, to me, it was just, you know, usually when you get one of those messed up wins, it's, th- there's a build up to it or something crazy happens. This was just kind of like, to me, like a, like a fluke and one, two, three, it was done. Uh, but I also see, like you said, I get it. It's a build up because then, you know, Bobby's turning heel. He's got, you know, he he went savage right after. I get it. It's just, I don't know. To me, it was kind of like, meh. It leads to part three. I mean, I, this is yeah. it's almost like watching Matrix 2 and then 3 was right behind it because 2 was just to get you to 3. And this was just to get you to, to yeah. the third match. And, and you gave Bobby most of the offense, which I thought was good because now if you didn't see him as a legitimate badass – you should now. So lead to a third one, and we'll talk about Raw later on, about, uh, I guess, his new attitude whatnot. But uh, match was decent. The ending just saved them both, in my opinion. Then him whooping ass on Lesnar. I, I thought it was going to be a heel turn, but Monday night they were still cheering him a little bit. So not really sure. Oh. I, I, I'll be honest. My overall reaction for Crown Jewel is mad. The matches had great moments. There was some good, you know, a lot of great wrestling, I I will say. But the overall, like, attitude or or, um, excitement level to me was very meh. But it's interesting. uh, Brock had last week set it up perfectly, stating the obvious, which was this was probably one of the best cards we weren't seeing a bunch of over-the-hill gangs, if you will. Yeah. Um, like Brock had mentioned the right away last week when he jumped into this thing. So card-wise, yes. But, I mean, we'll just segue right into uh, the – one. this is a match, one of the two matches none of us wanted to see, really. Or uh, This one confused us. Damage Control beating Asuka and Bliss. Made absolutely no sense uh, if you were going to have Cross come in and screw him. I thought Monday night Cross should have come in and screwed him, okay? And instead of flying all of them over to, you know, Saudi and, and have it done there, it just – it didn't make any sense to me. Uh, so now can, can – do you disband Asuka and Bliss now? Because they're, you know what, they were champs for six days? I mean, that's pretty that's I mean, pretty hopefully that's what you do. I, you know, I, I, I kind of I, I think it's the same thing like you were saying earlier uh, about it being a way to carry it on a little longer because now they're going to take it into Survivor Series. Oh. <clears throat> tickle, I mean, I, if you if they won again, then and we all know that Bianca beat Bailey, then it it's then by that point, it's kind of like, okay, everything's over. There's nothing else to do, you know? Yeah. Brock, what do you think of the match? 
uh, stupid. You know what I'm saying? Like stupid, stupid. <laughs> the, the, the the real the real thing that I saw there was they wanted to have a title change in in front of the Saudi Arabians. You know what I'm saying? Like that was that's for, a good way of looking at it. Yes, that was really all it was was something that, that they could you know oh wow we saw a title change you know at this fucking event that we went to. Um, other than that, story wise, none of it made sense. No, uh, it's really just a way to get. It really is just a way to get them into. Uh, into the Survivor, Survivor Series. Right. And, you know, I'm not... <sighs> With the exception of... Uh, I, I don't like Alexa Bliss for this type of match. For uh, uh, War Games. You know what I'm saying? Just but, based on physique? I, I don't know. She's just too pretty for it, I guess. You know what I'm saying? But this is but this is what I'm gonna say. Like this is her chance, you know. This is the and, and me and Steve are talking about it, uh, on different occasions about people, but there's just that that one match. Like uh, for for Edge, it was the the, the hardcore match at WrestleMania with oh, Foley. They kind of set him aside. Now people took him as a credible fighter, not just a, a a sneaky wrestler and all this shit like that. Now, if he you know if he needed to get violent, you knew he could. Um, I think this is her opportunity for that is to show that she could be more than just a pretty face. You know what I mean? That's yeah. a good way of looking at it. I never thought of it quite that way. Um, what I noticed too, and not that I guess it was a big deal, but I was kind of surprised that there was, I know Cross came out and did her thing, but it was just odd that uh, Bel Air and, and uh, Ding Dong didn't come out Clearly. with their respective teams. Um, that kind of surprised me. I thought it was good one way because then the, it made the cross interference mean more because it was just interference from one of the other the obvious choices. And I said it last week. I love what they're doing with cross. Keep running with her, please. Just don't, don't let go of this horse. I think, I think she could do, do some really good stuff, but um, well, since, since I let out the bag of Bel Air and, and Bailey Brock, what'd you think of the match? Good match. Honestly, I mean, the, it wasn't when you, great, but you know what I'm it, saying? It was Yeah. Well, they just had a ladders match, which is basically a no DQ match also. Let's I mean, tomato tomato I well, excuse me, the ten count match was interesting and the ending was was interesting also to save face with everyone. But anytime you can bring a golf cart into a match, I think it's a good thing. Always. Eh, you know. They didn't use it right though. I mean, she had a chance to Literally, if you watch it, run over uh, Bel Air. Could have hit her. Hates her guts. Hates her more than anything. And she stops before hitting her. And then Bel Air jumps, quote unquote, out of the way and then kicks her out of the golf cart and takes it for herself. I mean, it's like, dude, don't. It's just the her. only thing that I, that, that I <laughs> wanted to see was when she was coming down the aisle with it. Was her to go full steam, hit the ring, and then fucking Bailey go flying into the ring. That's what I wanted to see. Oh my gosh, that's a great call right there. That that that's worth the price of admission, you know. But I don't know how dangerous shit like that is. So you know, what you put a bulldozer and hit it? I mean, oh, I know. As far as Bailey flying off, like, yeah, no, I, I, that's probably a a no go on that deal. But but yeah, that that is interesting. That would have been a uh, holy shit moment, which 
Yeah. Funny enough, did you notice that did come up during a match that I didn't really particularly like, but the uh, McIntyre cross cage match when McIntyre, they do that superplex from almost the top of the cage and the crowd starts the holy shit chant, which I thought was very interesting. Um, I'll start on this one. Uh, fucking Riyadh, Saudi Arabia? Yeah, that's very interesting. Yeah, that is. Now, you know, some people say piped in noise, but that was a pretty well-versed holy shit. Looked sound live to me. Um, JJ, what'd you think? I thought the match sucked. I think the whole uh, gimmick between them sucks. I, I'm sick of seeing that dumb blonde... Uh, and I get it. You know, it's always good to have one of those badass managers that interferes. But this was just too stupid. Uh, I, I'm, I'm, you know, and I feel bad, but I'm getting sick of Drew McIntyre. Like, I'm ready for him to be, you know, and I hate to say it that way, but bury his ass already so we can move on with all the talent because I, I just feel like they're doing shit with him, you know? They're not using him. That's for sure. What do you think, Brock? Um, I didn't see the match. So that's yeah, because your power went out or something, didn't it? Uh, I don't think so. I just think I fell asleep or something. I just didn't give a shit. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, hey, dude! I can only throw throw a life jacket out for you, brother. I can't. uh, Oh no, I I keep shit real (laughs) over here. Um, No, I didn't even bother with it, and. I was. It was funny enough. I was interested in seeing it. I wanted to see how well uh, Cross actually did. Uh, I'm not really worried about Drew. I, I don't think. I, I, I'm not necessarily feeling the the rivalry here, but I'm sure he'll be all right. You know what I mean? It's can Cross cut it? And no, I like no, I, I like it. I like the packaging. I don't like the in ring product so far. You know what I'm saying? No, like me either. It's too many fumbles Agreed. and stumbles and shit. He's just not impressive in the ring. I I don't think so. And 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 I think I noticed it more when we watched that one um, pay per view when Flair had his last match. Uh, oh, he, you know what though? We talked about that. That's when he faced uh, Davy Boy Junior. And to me, it seemed like Davy Boy Jr. was selling nothing. He did yeah, not want to be there. Yeah, but he wasn't an impressive. Like it, it looked like he had his own fumbles, and it was just kind of I don't know, clunky and not I don't know. Just I'm not. Oh, well, that match wasn't him. great by any means, but I, I really didn't put that on Cross. I really put that on Smith because even the finisher, uh, he he so he barely sold it for the for the loss, and then just walked. See ya. So, yeah, that was a tough one. But, but I, I don't know. Maybe I'm clinging on to the past. I've seen Cross have good matches. Well, and I, I wasn't impressed with know. him incredibly when he was in NXT. So, I mean. But then again, you know what I'm saying? Like, it, it, it's some people have that. I don't know that. Um, fuck, man. What's the word I'm looking for? That camaraderie mm-hmm. with each other that they. That they uh, well, yeah, some, some wrestlers just mesh well. You can put them in any situation. You put them on a n- n- moment's notice. Just boom. I, hey, Brock, I need you chemistry. to face so-and-so. They have chemistry. Yeah. That's the fucking word I've been looking and for, people, chemistry. You know, but see, they so should be able to Maybe they just don't have chemistry. You know what I'm saying? And that's, I mean, it happens. Water. 
Yeah, no. No, that's a great point. That is a very, very good point. Um, do we do we need to talk about uh, Strowman Omas? Do we do we need to? No. No. I mean, the only thing I'm going to say, it's phenomenal you give Omas every move and one body and one power slam defeats the Nigerian giant. Great job, Omas. Way to, way to uh, pack that in, buddy. Um, Uso's brawling, brawling Brutes. I think uh, by listening to the podcast earlier today, we all kind of pointed to this being a, a match that we thought was, was going to be one of the better ones. I, I'm going to start and say I thought it was. Uh, I thought it was uh, one of Ridge Holland's best matches so far. Um, held his own, did well, was more fluid than I've seen him. So I, I like this match. I did. And it, the outcome was solid. I love the 1D from the top on Butch. Sorry, Butch. But great match. We all kind of pointed to this. Yeah, I agree. It was a great match. I'll be right back. Give me one second. Barry Horowitz. We're back here. Um... Turnbucks and Brass Nugs. We were talking about Crown Jewel. Um, we were talking about uh, Cross and uh, this nigga, and then we said Omas is dumb and big. What's next? Usos and Brawling Brutes. Oh, yeah, that's what we were talking about. And, I was crazy uh, Ridge Holland. Yes, I'm, I'm getting his name like correctly. Yeah, I'm just glad I, I know who he is now, so we're good. Still like didn't it. dig him too much. Uh, wasn't meh. Okay. It, it, it's that it was little nigga fucking. What's his match. name? Um, Butch. Yeah, Pete Dunn. Pete Dunn, thank you. Pete Dunn is so overly good, and the Usos are so overly good that I just can't help but look at this dude and like, man, you're not fucking. You're oh, just which a one big doesn't dude. belong? One of these things oh. don't belong like the others. You know what? He's a, he's more of a Walter, um, Seamus, Bruiser kind of wrestler. Gunter. It's Gunter I, now. Huh? It's not Walter. It's Gunter. Whatever. Sorry. Edit. But uh, either way, I, I think that's a part of what mm-hmm. happens with him that he's not... He doesn't fit in the same way. I think he's a good wrestler, though. I think he's got... And I think they gave him more. Uh... Who's shaving? Nobody's shaving. What the? I heard a cat. You could hear the cat? I just heard the cat. Oh, this because they're freaking right next to me. But anyway, so Brock, you, you forget about you Ridge and your people. personal and your personal hatred toward Ridge Holland. What did you think of the overall match, though? Oh, that's right. Never mind. You fell asleep. So, all right. So, we're going to go ahead. No, I saw that, man. Oh, that's right. You, you fell asleep in the other one. I like the match. I'm going to have to say that was possibly the best I'm a, match. Yeah, but I'm I'm super high on the Usos. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, I, I think I, oh, they really dude. have Every elevated. time we, we meet up, man, you are so high on the Usos. It's ridiculous. Yes. But what you – all right. Well – Shoot. All right, we'll talk about the, we'll talk about the 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 match later with uh, Roman Reigns, Logan Paul, um, JJ. Yeah, fuck that match, man. But yeah, uh, I feel the same way. It should have been a squash. It should have been one, two, three. We're out. We're done. Uh, should have got in a couple of lucky 
lucky spots to show that he's, you know, and this is the shit about it that obviously looking at the dude and what he did that night, he's got it. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You can tell that, you know, if he, if he takes it seriously, he could be a big star. But it, it was just putting him, I, I just not okay with putting him in that position this early in his career, this coming from another industry and having given Roman Reigns, the, the, the WWE world champion, the head of the table, that hard of a time. You know what I mean? Run it should have been an easy money. match for Roman to read. You know what? I'm going to relate it this way, and you'll appreciate this, Brock. What it should have been, in my opinion, like she said, a squash, it should have been like Joe Mixon last week playing the Carolina run defense and scoring five touchdowns. It should have been like that. It should have just been a bam, done. And Joe Mixon is going to break his ankle. All right, we're not going to talk about football. Let's go. Come on. That's a different podcast altogether. All right. So, guys, that takes care of Crown Jewel. So, next would be uh, for us, because we were on on Wednesday, do we touch on SmackDown? Brock, no, because it was after about... Crown Jewel. No, SmackDown was in the fourth on Friday. Right, before Crown, Crown Jewel is what I meant. Okay. So, next, we're on to uh, Raw. All right, you know what? We're not going to talk about Morgan's win against the villain and no DQ match. I'm sorry, Brock. I tried. I'm okay with that. But I will say it was kind of interesting, Baszler breaking uh, Natty's nose. Sorry to hear that, Natty. All right, so we're going to go to Monday night. We're, it starts off. Usos in there. I wonder, the ones. I wonder how many pages of notes he had on, <laughs> on fucking SmackDown that he had to throw away. <laughs> I don't know what the hell you are talking about right now. <laughs> at all. Page one, page you ten. <laughs> Bo- both you are now unhoming. Okay, we're no longer <laughs> homies. Okay, shit. I'm going home. Um, come out, start talking smack about they're the longest reigning, blah 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 blah. That of course brings out new day. It was you know it was and, like an interesting back and forth about them bitching about their careers, but oh yes. Ultimately, the best shit was this nigga Riddle coming in with with come the on. bongos. Dude, he, he wanted Wanna everyone to slap his bongos. Bongos. And even him, you can see he was starting to break people in the ring too, especially Jimmy. And Jimmy, yeah. <laughs> Jimmy had no problem hitting that. Jimmy shit. can't <laughs> hold that shit together, man. He stuck, but Jimmy, he was he was doing his own whatever. Like okay, um, but I want to ask a question before we talk about the match itself. Is Riddle done? Is he now going to be just comic relief? I said that. Is that the direction we're going? I know I stole it from you, JJ. I was going to give you credit in a minute. Yeah, I I read that you know. Theory is is the one person whose career has been detrimented by. Uh, We're gonna get to him in a minute. By Vince's uh, departure, but I feel Riddle too. I feel, and I'm I don't know if I'm okay with it, but ever since Riddle has just been either comic relief or just loss after loss after loss. You know, was that because of Vince, or was that because of Randy's injury? Ding, 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 what, ding, it's ding. almost what came first, you know, the, the chicken or the egg. Was it? I don't know. Vince was the, pushing him pretty hard, but it because, was 
that was the thing that you know what I'm saying because the Randy Orton thing worked out so well, Vince rode with it. But it's definitely not a thing that Vince was was high on fucking Riddle and Riddle. No, was when just he high. came in, you remember he comes in, he wins. Doesn't he win a title against AJ right out of the gate almost? And then he's obscure. He's the joke guy. He's you know, it's everybody's walking. Remember, he keeps talking all the time, kind of like me, and he walk away and stuff like that. And then they finally got serious with them for a little bit. Him, I loved him and Orton, and I was hoping the end game on that was to have Riddle turn on Orton, almost yeah. karma for Orton turning on every some bitch he's ever teamed with. Yes, um, and I hope that that's still the way that they go with it. Really, I, I mean, have you read anything about Orton? Like, I, I've I've read one thing, and it was, it's an undetermined. Uh, what was it? Uh, lower back hip or something is, is what I end up reading online, but it was an un- untrustworthy source. But they, I mean, look how long he's been gone already. I mean, it, without nothing. I mean, at least okay, Cody Rhodes. Cody Rhodes, you couldn't help but notice it, but he tore his pet. Okay, everybody knew he tore his pet. All right, he's going to be out for such a amount of time. This is almost like hockey. Like, oh, it's an upper body injury. Hockey does that all the time. What's what's wrong with them? I mean, just to give a they don't want to give a timeline on anything. I don't know. Are they holding him in for Rumble? Maybe. I mean, they're definitely, and I feel like that's why Riddle's in the fuck in the um, like the whole pattern that he's in is because yeah. he's waiting for Randy to come back and then have his feuding program with him. I hope Which you're will, right, and I hope he's not in the doghouse. I'd rather him be in a holding pattern versus the doghouse. Yeah, I, I like you know. I like the guy. I like him. I think he's, uh, I think he's got a lot of upside if, if used correctly. But that's a lot of people. But I, I really like him a lot. And you know, if the comics gonna, the comedy thing is gonna keep going, like you mentioned though, to until Randy does come back, I'm cool with it. And he he plays it well. <laughs> Wonder why. So, but uh, but good match. Usos Usos win solo pins Riddle. Uh, and as you mentioned, just uh, the it, Riddle's intro and the blog thing was just yeah. Cold. I mean that that guy's fantastic. Um, <laughs> the next one is uh, the wrestling god Corbin against Skip it. Well, I, I'm gonna, I want to touch on one thing if you don't mind. It'll be very quick though. I promise. Alexander, did you notice the gear he wore? And we're gonna talk about very briefly, evidently. Uh, Benjamin, Bobby had mentioned an interview about like bringing the hurt business back. Mm-hmm. It got mentioned specifically on Raw more than once by the announcers about hurt business. And here comes Alexander, and later on in the night, out of nowhere, comes Benjamin, who hasn't been used, Lord knows when. They're wearing the gold and black. So I'm, I might be really buying into it before anything but it's almost like hey maybe they are gonna and especially with bobby's antics we'll talk about later on so okay yeah so that was a squash pretty much um we go to i think the best one of the best parts of the night uh seth comes out open challenge here comes judgment day specifically finn bringing up how when they fought for the universal the very first universal championship he won it but during the match seth hurt him had to turn the belt over. So that's almost a, a storyline on its own right there, Brock. You love the storylines. That's one that you – it's true. You know? Yeah, right. And that would have been his first world title. And then here comes the OC. 
Sorry to bring up the OC, Jesse, your one loss. But, you know, you're thinking it's just going to be the normal, yeah, you beat us because you had more than us, blah, blah, blah. And then I would have lost a bet on this one. They introduced who is their equalizer. I would have said Beth because that's the direction they really pointed at. And then here comes a disappeared Maya Kim. Maya Kim, excuse me. Uh, Tax Ripley. JJ, what do you think? I love the swerve. I thought it was brilliant. Um, I love seeing Mia Yim back. She's she's pretty awesome. She is. Uh, she's got some great. I mean, and we we've saw, seen some stuff. I think she was here in Tampa doing, um, you know the, you know. There was a women's league here in Tampa. <clears throat> yeah. Is that what it was? Yeah. And uh, she was pretty awesome. So I'm glad to see it. I, um, I love the way they're building the storyline. I love the way Seth, you know, skulked out of the, the ring. Oh. Kind of like, whatever. Oh, I love that. It was great. I, I thought it was a great, great, great segment. Yeah, uh, I think the Mia Yim thing, I mean, of all the people, you know what I'm saying? It was funny. And then I, I also... Like, I knew that her Impact uh, contract had already expired and she had left Impact. Um, so I find it very <clears throat> funny that she did not go to uh, AEW. I know. She knows That's it's that. a sinking ship. Well, that comes that comes later. And what does that like mean it. for Keith Lee? You don't know swear what I'm saying? My glory, kid. Come on, don't swear my glory. Accusations! <laughs> I love it. I love it. I liked it. I like the swerve. I love they brought in somebody new. No offense to Beth. Um, the Glamazon era is over. I would have liked to have seen Beth versus Rhea, though. Oh, as long as you wore different hair, that fucking. No, she's got to wear Beth. the fucking badass Beth. hair. No, Beth. No, 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 no. Just don't. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna cut this to the next man. The thing right now. This is terrible. Uh, Otis squashes uh, Elias. Why, why bring back Elias so he gets squashed by Otis? Is because he put a pumpkin on his head last week. Um, I don't know. It was bleh. Yeah. I like seeing Otis win, though. I think JJ mentioned that. That what? That, that Otis won. You like that? Yeah, I'm so glad Otis won a match. I liked it better last week when he did the worm and the shimmy like he used to. But um, I touched this already. Theory. Uh, Beach, Sheldon, Benjamin, but we'll talk about uh, Mr. Buried in, in a short while. Disgusting, man. Huh? Isn't it? it uh, I want the Hurt Business they... back. I, I want Hurt Business back just to bring uh, Benjamin, uh, you know, him and Alexander back, man. They're talented. They're talented. They were world champs. They were dominating for, for Hiccup, man. What happened? Uh, uh, I don't know. I don't know. It's, it's too, he's too talented to do this. Well, um, I mean, they, there was all that. There was, you know, they said that they were putting him with R-Truth for, for the immediate future, and R-Truth now is injured. Yes, he so, is. You know, it's, too. it's probably it's very feasible we might see a, a reunion with the Hurt Business. You know, if, if I mean, I, I don't see where it hurts anybody at this point. I mean, don't get me wrong, it's definitely beneficial for more beneficial to Cedric and uh, and Benjamin, but than Bobby. But if you're just gonna have Bobby do his thing, which we'll talk about in a little bit, 
why not have the Hurt Business together? Also, did you not not that I care about Omos, but it was interesting. Uh, MVP did not uh, go with him to Saudi. It was not his mouthpiece or his manager or anything like that. So that was interesting too. I thought so. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna put all my eggs in the Hurt Business basket in the next four weeks. And if I lose, then uh, you each get one dollar. All right, ladies face off. Damage control, and of course uh, Bel Air and the former champs, and uh, this leads to Cross assisting Damage Control in the assault, and of course leads to the first inkling of the War Games and how that's going to happen with the ladies. Uh, the the uh, baby faces only have three entrants so far out of five, where Damage Control has four out of five. So it'll be interesting to see what direction they go. Uh, JJ, any any idea where you think that possibly the other two baby faces might come from? I have ideas. I, if, if they put... Sorry, we're out of time. Brock, what do you... Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead, JJ. I'll kill you. Um, <laughs> if you put Rhea with damage control to make her number five, then Ooh. you would... Because they had that whole little intersection like with Bianca and... Yep. And Rhea. So you could go one of two ways. She said, what's up, champ? It could either be a challenge and put her in with damage control. Which if they that's were supposed the case, to do prior to injury, yes. Mm -hmm. If that's the case, then I'm going to say they'll put uh, Raquel and um, Dewdrop with the faces. Do who? Dewdrop. Oh, is that the one that's hanging out with uh, Miro and... Everybody else, you don't know who the hell, the, why they're not on television right yeah, now. Yeah, exactly. I don't well, care, you the, know, I don't care the promotion. I'll put them all together. The thing about Drew dropped the, today on WWE. So I think they're not, you know, well, here as we go. smart as they think they are. Um, it, Enlighten us, brother. If they, if they're going to put, if they decide to put Rhea into the, the damage control team, then obviously it would make sense to have Mia Yim be the other one on their side, on the other side. And then mm -hmm. I think Candice LeRae is a better choice than uh, Raquel's. Dude, did you look at my notes, kid? You know, I completely forgot about Candice no, LeRae, so that's exactly. not a bad idea. And I was looking at them too. Being that she's been in war games already, you know what I'm saying? Yes. I figure there's going to be as many oh, have right. already this done it. Be this could be a fantastic, fantastic war games, but I was looking at it storyline like you were probably Brock, where it's like okay, it makes sense for Yia Kim, Yim. I don't know why I said Kim, but anyway, and then you know Candice, it's like they just beat her ass what two weeks ago, mm -hmm. whatever it was. Perfect fit. The story's already there, so you don't have you don't have a lot of time anyway. It's in what two weeks. The 20, I think it's on the 26th. So, yeah. So, it's an instant filler for story. The only issue, it, well, no, then that's four. It would have five. So, yeah, that would be it. You'd be finished. And you wouldn't have to worry about building a story. The story's already there one way or the other. Now, are they going to do it where they'll mix SmackDown and um, and Raw? Because then that that's the other thing that you got to think about, too. Are they, are the... The ten women in this one gonna be all raw women? That's a great question because that was never specified in anything. Or do they I, make I would it imagine the women or this? The war the games they want to have more of a storyline going into it, so 
I would yeah. imagine it makes more sense for it to be an all raw because those are the ones who have the issue now. And see, that's interesting because now there's already uh, guys ready to go between the OC and Judgment Day. So, you know, you, you're, the assumption is that. But also you could look at Smack and say the Brawling Brutes with Sheamus with two other guys against the Bloodline. That could be instant. And I don't think it would be too far-fetched to find two guys to team with the Brawling Brutes because the Bloodline's pretty much beating the shit out of everybody. Oh, there's your chance to uh, – that's what she could do with, with uh, McIntyre. Yeah, because he can feel screwed because Solo screwed him. And he, he never really got back at Solo. You know, that kind of just disappeared because he went with the program with the cross. So right. that's that's interesting. But, no, they weren't specific that Hunter had come out with when they announced that Survivor Series was not going to be Raw or SmackDown, which hasn't really been that great anyway since the three-way when they, in, they brought in NXT, which I thought was the best – Survivor Series in a long, long time. So let me listen. We should know something hopefully about tomorrow that because they don't. They only have two weeks, so the storylines, like in the women we discussed, has to already almost be there. Um, so next, uh, the Miz defeats Gargano. Um, I'm going to start with this because it pisses me off. Um, the only good part about this is I loved how the Miz faked like he was getting dragged under the ring, so everybody, including myself, assumed that. Loomis was down there getting him, but it was a fake. He grabbed the foreign object, and as he convinced this Notre Dame of a referee that the boogeyman was under the ring and to go look for him, he smacks Gargano in the head with the foreign object, wins the match. Um, Brock, talk to me. I, I feel like they, you know, and I don't. I, I'm assuming uh, Jampa's hurt, right? Yes. Okay, so but again, I'll he, give it's another him, one. They're not giving you a time frame either. We don't know. I give him. I give him. The, I give them the benefit of the doubt with him, but I feel like they're already fucking up Gargano's uh, debut or his second debut because they fucked it up the first time. <laughs> so JJ, what do you think? Blech. I don't I'm know. You, I'm okay with, I'm with it. You. Rock on with you, blah. And they still haven't paid off to the fucking Dexter Loomis shit. So what the fuck was that all about? Like, can we get to the oh, end man, of that? Fake agent thing. Did you see that? I mean, oh, I sent a fake agent with a camera and you admitted that you paid him and you stopped paying him, blah, blah. I mean, did you have to go to this extreme? Extreme. To bring in Loomis's character. I mean, the character works on its own, in my opinion. And it was kind of interesting, the stalking angle to a point. But they, they could have stopped it a while ago. Loomis should already be in a program doing something. You know, we go on on tangents about how they don't build a story, they don't do this, they don't do that. I'm okay with it. I mean, is it a little... It, it's it's nonsense but sometimes you need a little bit of that nonsense stupid shit on the sideboards, you know, while, while yeah. other stuff is going on. So I'm okay with it. Yeah, it feels good, but this is stupid. Well, I'm yeah. gonna go, Brock. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go Again, with I'm okay what with you're it. saying. I'm gonna use your, your. If let's say that, and and 
in a perfect world, you're planning programs, pay-per-view by pay-per-view, whatever, but way in advance. But what if possibly um, we, we mentioned Champa? What if he was supposed to be part of this program and they had to zig? They had to kind of change up a little bit. And this is not to use damage control, but this is their damage control program. And trying to keep it going until possibly. And again, there's there's been no public timelines. So we don't know um, on Champ coming back. And maybe that'll, you know, I'm, I'm going to be with you, Brock, and I'm going to give him a pass, I guess you'd say. And see, when Champa comes back, hopefully very soon, he's a fantastic uh, uh, wrestler. But when he comes back, if it, like, the next weeks or two after that, everything seems smooth out and it makes more sense, then yes, this was just them treading water until they could get to that point. So I agree with Brock a little bit on that. Yeah. All right. Is there the anything next... else that happened on Raw that was worth talking nope. about? Like... No, no. Come on. Are you serious? <laughs> yes. I'm going to quickly say congratulations to Nikki Cross becoming the last 24-7 champion. Thank you for throwing that shit away. Thank and you very but, much. But missing the fucking can and making it look real stupid. You know what, bro? Stop the negativity. <laughs> Not everyone's a three-point genius like yourself, sir. Last, oh, I, we have we have to go ahead. I don't know. I'm okay with it only because again, she was playing that role of I'm just looking up in the air and I don't care, you know. So I, it didn't bother me. Oh, uh, you're gonna have nitpickers like Brock over there. Where she missed the basket. Yeah, no, I look like it's too white. Why wouldn't you have reshot that fucking that scene? Like, you know what I mean? It was a tape back, yeah. you know, in the back room shit. I'm wondering if they thought it of it like she did, like JJ did. Like, nah, she's looking away. Maybe they thought the same way, possibly. I don't know. That, that's a good question. But may, or maybe like, hey, they they want to make people think this is like every segment's live. We know the recordings in the back aren't, but maybe that's what they thought. Like, hey, let's just keep it in there, whatnot. Um, the last. And and we gotta hit this. So so Seth decides to do open challenge number two, which I thought was fantastic. He does the open challenge, and instead of just running out there, Mustafa Ali decides he's gonna do a promo first in the back and pays the price. Because while he's while he's telling Seth he's the guy that's gonna come out there, take his challenge, but also beat him. He gets pulled away from the camera angle. You don't see it first. You hear a fight. Here's Bobby out steaming pissed. You talk about storyline, Brock. Here it is. He's like, hey, you know, two people cost me my U.S. championship. I I pretty much took care of one at Crown Jewel with Brock. My second is you, Seth. So I guess I'm the one that's going to come down there. Funny enough, never really, quote, unquote, accepted the challenge, but said he was going to come down there. What I loved about this is here comes – Ali again, being the little chihuahua, being the little little dog that's in the fight, and tries to fight Bobby again. And Bobby tosses him about like a thirty-yard touchdown across the uh, back. Brock comes out, beats the living shit out of Seth. Just, I mean, mauls him. And again, going back to what JJ said earlier, I don't know if this is trying to promote his heel turn, but they didn't really boo him that badly for it. So as he's beating the shit out of him, he leaves, goes up. Here comes Mr. Buried, Mr. Money in the Bank. Theory comes out to cash in a Money in the Bank contract for a title that he was the possessor of, what, five, four weeks ago, five weeks ago? So 
that's amazing to cash in for a U.S. championship that you could easily just have come out for the open challenge. Comes yeah. out, looks like he's going to win. I did like that. Would have won if Bobby didn't pop back out out of nowhere, grab the referee. Maul's theory for a couple of shots against the uh, – puts him back in, and Seth beats him. Uh, JJ, got to get your thoughts on this one. I liked it. I'm okay with it. You're okay because you don't like theory. Um, I, I thought – I know a lot of people shit on it. I think it was fine. It was finally a way to get rid of the money in the bank – <clears throat> and then let's move on. Let's do something different. That's really all it was. It was a clicky way of getting that that, that, that contract yeah. off of them. Ding, and... and that's what they did. They got rid of the 24-7, you know, I-95, whatever championship. And, <laughs> and they got rid of the the money in the bank thing. Great. Let's go. Let's move on. You know, it's, it's better what they did last year, even though last year they did more, or it was the last year the year before where, Otis had won it by hook or by crook where it fell in his hands. I hated that. I, I hated that. I hated it because at the time it seemed like Otis was over, man. Over. He was super over the crowd. I didn't give a shit about the Mandy Rose romantic gimmick, whatever. But they, they got out of his hands because Miz beat him, and then Miz won because Bobby helped him beat Drew and blah, blah, blah. So, yeah, this this ties up. You're, you're both right. This ties up a lot of loose ends as far as you get rid of a title that – at first, it was very humorous. I really kind of enjoyed the 24-7 because people that were in there weren't getting yeah. used anyway. They no, weren't getting it, used. It was the stupidest fucking thing. Brad, Glad it's the one title I thought I could win. Okay, I thought I could, I thought I could win the 24-7 I-95. Well, I mean, that's the shit. That, that's, how many non-wrestlers won that shit? You know what I'm saying? Uh, Kronk won that shit. <laughs> uh, yeah, some uh, news reporter on ESPN won that shit. <laughs> it's fucking ridiculous. Who's the, guy, who's the ball guy that does the pre-shows for for the pay-per-views? He won it for hiccup. For, he won it. Then somebody rolled him up, and then uh, r truth rolled him up. It was fun though. I mean, what was the, the stat one time? It was uh, 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 r truth had won it five times in one show. How can I mean that's a record, guys? Come on, you can't you can't shit on that. Yeah. All right, so that takes care of this debacle here. Of I don't say debacle; it was a good raw. But I will say that you know I thought the idea of sending Theory back to NXT and then having him cash in on that kid for the for the world title there was yes. a better idea, and then it also. Like Titans theory up a little bit, you know what I'm saying? All the loose ends that that we don't like about him can be yeah. tightened up down there, and you it know doesn't hurt him. The money in the bank is gone, right? That's he he could have had a nice run as the <laughs> champion, you know, down there. Look at what Mandy Rose has done with her career, and just recently, I think Highland Havoc was was one year, I think, as champ. So. I mean, she's no Liv Morgan, for goodness sake, but, I mean, she's trying her best. So. All right. With that being said, we're going to go ahead and take a little <laughs> break. This is Turnbucks and Brass Nugs. No, no. We'll be right back at you. His opponent from St. Petersburg, Florida, 231 pounds, Barry Horowitz. 
We're back, back here. here. Turn bugs and brass snugs. I hope everybody's comfortable already so that they can stop making noises in the background. Anywho, Sorry, I uh, so with my last vial of ooze. So okay. we just finished talking about Monday Night Raw. Moved us into uh, Dynamite. Dynamite. All right, we start off with a with a four man, eight man, whatever you call it, tag. Steady long. This is for you. FDR and acclaimed face the Ass Boys. Sorry, Gun Club and Swerve in Our Glory. Okay, so start us off, Jay. I thought it was actually a pretty good match. Well, I mean, the talent is all there. It's just you know what I mean, like. Yeah. I loved it. I loved it. There was some, there was some storytelling. One thirty two a second. Uh, I'm gonna. Brian has brought this up a couple times, and I'll be honest. Who's that I've Brian guy been, you're talking about all the time? Uh, no, sorry. There's there's this dude of a dude of a dude of a dude. It's a dude playing another dude that's playing another dude. Uh, Brock had mentioned this too, just like this guy, Brian. They're both very wise. Um, that tag team matches, and they have a great tag team division. Brock had mentioned it last week. Just not a lot of direction, in my opinion, like his. But they go through these things, and, and other people talk about it, where it's like, and, and, and JJ mentioned it in this match. How many times can you have? Your 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 faces, even if it's two on two or four on four like this one, you have three guys in the ring at the same time, or, or one team is beating up one dude from another team, and it's not the refs distracted. They're not. Now the distraction part, that's a good heel technique. Like a manager will, hey, I'm over here, ref, and the two guys will beat up the one guy. That's just wrestling one on one. But the 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 ref is looking right at this fiasco happening and doing absolutely fucking nothing. Nothing. Not even a whimsical five count. Like, it's going to matter anyway. Like, you're going to DQ them for this. But nothing. And it's just, you know, at first it was, all right, cool, because he's high flyers everything. But then it gets to a point, like, it's you're shocked when a tag team match doesn't do this in AEW. And it happened in this one where the, the heels were getting hit in the face by the baby faces in each corner. Which, yeah, I mean, the crowd's going nuts. I get that part. But, you know, it's they don't count anybody out. They don't DQ anyone. I love this match because of storytelling of it. Uh, more on the swerve uh, and Lee gimmick of Lee's just kind of whimsy going along with this. But he doesn't seem overly thrilled with swerve. But he's, he's his partner. He's going to be there to help him out. They also tease the FTR acclaimed because acclaimed is the, has the one belt that they don't have. Um, so Which, I like my the question on that is how long are the other fucking uh, like federations supposed to let them have the belts Ooh. before Can they pick up the question. other one? Great story. And if you watch this match, AEW brought this out. Um, they actually were in Japan. I don't know how I did this. They were in Japan on Saturday. No, on, on Sunday. Excuse me, I'm sorry. Uh, I, I, I it was Saturday because it was where 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 Carl Anderson was supposed to be at at the New Japan show. Yes, but... yes. And then they flew they flew in for this one, so they are going and they go to 
I have uh, read they've gone to Mexico a couple times. I wish they would lose those belts, though, because and no offense to AAA wrestling, those are some of the most ghetto belts I've seen. Oh, my God. Without like somebody in art class. They literally like, look like cardboard. I could give JJ 50 bucks right now, and I would bet money she could make two belts that looked at least as good for 50 bucks, if not better. It looks like a kid in our class in some of this. And, and uh, no offense, really, your talent is fantastic, but, man, you must be paying your athletes a shitload because you ain't paying shit for belts. No, I mean, they've always been a clowny type of... But to go back to your Shamrock, like... when's the last... I mean, except for when they beat... Um, no, they did have a title defense. Uh, they, they beat the Doug... Uh, not Doug, excuse me, the uh, Briscoes. But they also beat um, the Firms tag team, the two big dudes. They just beat them. But see, with the ROH title, it's real easy for them to defend it because they can just defend it on AEW and you're fine. Okay? It's the, the it's it's actually the New Japan belts. The, the AAA belts, they can shoot down, you know, day trip, defend it, and actually come back. It's that uh, New Japan that's, that's going to be a very tough thing. I'm actually surprised they haven't dropped those belts yet. But anyhow... Yeah. They really need um, to just get on with it. If the if the if the plan is ultimately to give them all the belts, then just fucking do it already. Because like well, that's gonna be tough. I, the next I almost feel like you're wasting time with it right now. Yes, if that's your end game. But you know, I think what they're doing, and I don't mind this part of it. Um, I agree with you, Brock. But I think what they want to do now is, of course, the the next pay per view. It's going to be the acclaimed against uh, Swerving Swerving Our Glory. And they're either do one of two things in this. I think this is your split, finally, between Swerve and Lee. Or I'm telling you what, I don't – I would do anything almost to see Lee go heel, win the belts from them, and then have a program against FTR. That's what – I wouldn't mind seeing that. And I love the acclaim. I don't want them to be quick champs. But they're going to be over – for a long time, in my opinion. So, I think right now, it, I would love to see Swerve go total heel, take the belts, and then he'd do a program with FTR. That's what I'll see. But that's that That was that match. It was a great match. Like I said, the outcome was, of course, the, the, the faces. Faces win, and then there's this little look from FTR at the belts, and they hand the belt, the AEW belts to acclaimed and i mean come on who, who doesn't like a good scissoring here and there um and, and then next thing they do a, they they follow mgf he cuts a promo on barstool sports um all good, right good promo come on yes no i was gonna say we don't have to go through all the uh the details of it the promo was good we liked it i i apologize i, I was going by a different format i guess all right, so, um, Brock, you should love this. Eddie Kingston loses to Ethan Page in a pretty ho-hum match, in my opinion. Uh, very slight distraction interference could cost Kingston the match because they're doing the um, – they, they're calling it the Full Gear World Title Elimination Tournament or Eliminator Tournament. So, Ethan Page is on the second round beating uh, Brock's favorite AEW wrestler. Which they filled up, uh, this is the shit that gets me, is that they filled up this tournament with a bunch of fucking mid-card pieces of shit. 
Like, why the fuck is Lance Archer still a fucking contender for the world title? Like, why is... Why? Because he's big. That's fucking bullshit already, man. Like... And then... Uh, like, why are you setting <laughs> up a stupid shit like that right now if you know... You, you just had a fucking guy win a chip, like, two weeks ago... To fucking be the number one contender, and you're already doing a number one contender uh, tournament now. Like, it, there's no consistency to the shit that these niggas do, man. No, I agree. And and just in case people don't know, and it'll take two seconds. The people involved was Eddie <laughs> Kingston, Ethan Page, um, Bandito, Rush, huh? Lance Archer, Richie Start, Ricky Stark. Hey, they're using him, JJ. You mentioned him last week. He's back. Uh, the Machine, Brian Cage, and Dante Martin. So interesting that you say that, Brock, because really right here, I'm not sure who jumps out. Lance had the mat- the world title match against Hangman that they-, they built for a week and a half, I guess, and lost. Um, Ethan Page, I like. I like Ethan Page, but is he the guy that's going to put butts in the seats against either MJF or uh, Mox? Uh, Bandito, I couldn't pick out of a lineup with his picture in my hand. Um, Rush, I saw him, but no. Brian Cage, I, I've always had a soft spot for the machine, like the guy, but he and Dante Martin, this guy, you talk about a guy, him and Ford from uh, from Raw can jump over mountains. I swear, these guys are so gifted. But but you make a great point, Brock. N- name me a star right there. Name me one. Name me a star. Yeah, and it, that should be, if anything, that tournament should be for a shot at the TV title or whatever the fuck the TNT. You know, the, the sad part is that they were at one point actually Dante Martin in the beginning was somebody who was like, it, it was he was getting a nice steady push up, and then mm-hmm. all of a sudden he was dropped. Um, yeah, Ethan, 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 uh, Ethan Page. Yep. Right. Same thing. You know. And, uh, and but the there's, I mean, there's a reason, but, but they, you know, you go Stand through right. those Stand pushes, right. you, 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 you build them up to a certain degree, but I mean, right now they've got built up all that, 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 that did prior was to build them into decent mid card cats right now. And that's fine. Let them be good mid card cats. Cause that, you know, we, we, me and Steve have always had this problem with, uh, them just handing over the whole store to a cat who just got there as opposed to building them up like they used to where a guy had to, you know, a guy was the, was a tag team champion first and then he went to the intercontinental title and then he went to, then he got finally worked Red his Hart. way to the world title. Red Hart, uh, Shawn Michaels, you could do the same thing, uh, Nash, Diesel, whatever you call him. But uh, uh, something in no, JJ, I'm not going way off the tangent here, but I'm actually going to steal something from you. She had mentioned a while ago, whether it's on here or in our uh, production meetings, where they're signing too many people. Whereas if they're not signing every single fucking guy that just left WWE or left New Japan, whatever, where the pecking order keeps getting lower and lower and lower, even though their work rate is the same. So I'll use Dante Martin. We've already brought him up. I think he's fantastic. Do I think he's a world champ? No. Could he, could he be somewhat of a contender type? Sure. 
But yeah, you brought him up and you put him up there and you, and you had your, by the way, stop these fucking records they have on there. Cause it doesn't mean shit. Um, FTR has been number one contender for a year and a half. I swear to God has not gotten a shot. So forget that, but they have these guys. And then as you sign, some of them are fantastic. You're Brian Daniels and uh, Dana Bryan's whomever. Um, well, we're going to talk about the next person in a, in a hiccup. So I'm not going to mention him. Your moxies, everything else. You're signing everyone in. Jay Lethal, love Jay Lethal. Bring all these ROH guys in. So the guys that you built for the first, what was it, year and a half, two years before ROH started coming in, everybody else, they're done. They, they get they're, you were number five. Now you're number ten because he signed these new five guys from WWE. Nope. Now you're number twenty because he signed these next ten guys from uh, from ROH. We signed two more guys from New Japan. So now you're down two more spots. So I think that's what's happening a little bit. But to, but to quickly go to – But you uh, know what? They, what they're doing is the same shit that uh, – You know, you remember when when WWE was signing all these people just so AEW wouldn't have them? Now AEW is doing the same thing, and they're making the same fucking mistake because they're signing yep. all these cats – with no idea what they're going to do with them. They just and want to fucking sign the name. it's going to the same problem as WCW. Now, I don't know how much Tony Khan has and how much pop is backing him, but I'm pretty sure Ted Turner had a lot of fucking money himself and finally had to say, you know what? I'm tired of bleeding money. I'm out. I'm going to sell to Vince. So, and I'm not saying Ted Turner has a good wrestling mind, but he's got a good business mind. He's been around forever. So... I don't know if to, if Tony Khan thinks he's smarter and he's not going to repeat the same mistakes, but I think he is. I think he's doing it right now, and maybe that's another homework assignment for another day. So before JJ tells us to get back on topic because I'm very scared of her, uh, we're going to talk about the next match I love, and I'm going to spend a hiccup on this. So Warlord, Warlord, Warlord beats – uh, Davari. Okay, you expect it. Squash, no big deal. He calls out Powerhouse Hobbs, who's been beating his ass the last couple weeks from behind, holding up his uh, TNT title over him. And he, he gets on the mic. Here comes Hobbs. Hobbs has a mic. Well, I see this. There's a guy right on him. And, you know, he's like, come on down. Da, da, da. I'm going to challenge you. I, I guess that might be a full gear thing, but because what I'm going to say, that might switch. And, of course, there has been him and Samoa Joe, War Joe, love it. And he tells Hobbs that not only am I going to retain my title against you, I'm going to take every other title in this organization. Now, behind him is Samoa with his uh, ROH, I think, television title, if I'm not mistaken. He kind of yep. hears this, he has a weird look on his face, and then attacks Stupid. <clears throat> um, too soon, too soon. They, they, there's no rhyme or reason to them breaking people up. They, well, they, they, I don't understand. And then, what bothers me more is the the amount of veterans that they have there, like fucking Samoa Joe, like uh, Jericho, like William Regal. Like, why aren't any of these people looking, going to this nigga and saying, look, man, uh, you're fucking this shit up. Why don't you let us help you or something? You know what I'm saying? Like, they, they just let all this stupid shit ride. Well, we don't Big know. Also, the hierarchy, as far as, like, when I say the word hierarchy, we talked to us before. It's 
Uh, it's Tony. It's a lawyer ch- woman. And then it's whoever. And you had mentioned last week, Brock, about the reasoning. We're talking, we're going to talk about this particular JJ in, in just a second, but uh, how he's hiring some people and they just promoted or re, uh, re-upped uh, Jericho's contract. He's going to do more production behind the scenes like uh, Jeff Jarrett's going to do. But I don't know. Does he have a closed door where people don't feel comfortable going to him, possibly? Or are they going to him and he's just a blind ear, like, eh, deaf ear, excuse me, blind ear. I'm eye. thinking that he wouldn't be, you know what I'm saying? Like, you, as he much seems like the type of cat who will be yeah. like, oh, yeah, you know? I mean, if somebody comes to you, like you mentioned, like a Jericho, which now he's producing more evidently, or a Max, uh, you know, American Dragon, your, especially Regal, he's been behind the scenes of a lot of things that people don't really know about. Uh, but no, maybe he's not. Maybe they go to him and he's like, nah, I like this. Or maybe he is taking some of it to heart. Maybe we don't know that some of these bad ideas aren't his. You know? Yeah, I mean, but I find it hard to believe. You know what I mean? Like, the the Samoa breakup, I didn't it. like. I didn't like this. I went back check. I like it. I think it's too soon because the same organization, the firm that uh, Powerhouse is associated with, also has Brian Cage, who's been lighting up Samoa Joe behind his back for the last month. So, the my my assumption was going to be okay. They're going to fight them, too, in a pay-per-view coming up because there's going to be an ROH pay-per-view coming up. And they're going to take care of that. And then I thought this turn would happen. But not this soon. I think it's just – I don't mind the turn. And it's funny. When he turned on him, the crowd really didn't know. Like, as far as, like, well, shit, do I, do I boo this? But I love Samoa. But I love Willow. Do I love – you know, it didn't have the immediate – like when Seth nails the shield from behind with the with the chair, it was immediate. Right. Fuck you! Yeah. No, there was an immediate fuck you here, and and, and it was funny because even Samoa tried to produce that by holding up the TNT in his belt. Like ah, no, they wouldn't bite. They still love Samoa. So, uh, you know that uh, last week they had kind of played to the split already. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Which again, I, I agree is too soon, but I mean, you kind of knew it was coming sooner than later. So it's kind of yeah, like. It is. Mm. I mean. But so, yeah. So uh, I, the... I'm sorry. I, I definitely no, feel that they just have too much talent, too little. Oh, what's that saying? Um, too many soldiers, not enough generals. What, what is it? Too many, too many Indians, Indians not and not enough chiefs. chiefs. Yeah. Now, there's All something right. like just something like JJ said though. There, there is. What, what is it? Uh, too many grunts, not enough generals, something like that. But right. So yeah. I mean, but and, and again, and I think it goes back to if you think about all the trouble that they're having you know, behind the scenes, I definitely think that that's a part of it. And and like you said, you have your Jericho who's been there from the beginning. So it's not like they didn't have somebody like that in place. They had um, – uh, Well, first it was Omega. The, the what is it? The, um, the American Nightmare. Cody. Uh, Cody. He, you know, obviously he left because he saw it was a sinking ship. He already saw. And I think what's happening is Tony Khan is 
too early becoming Vince and becoming too set in his own ways and his own thoughts. Tony can't, can't afford that yet. He's still too new and he's not a wrestling promoter the way Vince was. Vince was a was in it he grew up in the business. Yeah, right. exactly. Exactly. He, he grew up in the business. He it, it's a totally different you you just can't. You can't come and think that all of a sudden because you love wrestling, you're going to make the best uh choices at all. Exactly. We played Parable this last weekend. It was uh, one point whatever billion. Was that right, huh? Mm-hmm. Billion? If I'd have won that, I would love to start a rest organization. You know, the first thing I do is I would do my research and, and find the best like j- business manager of, of that type. I would not. Now, don't be wrong. I want to put my finger in. Hey, I'd love to see this person, this person. But I'd, I'd make sure I had enough minds around me that knew a hell of more than I did to push me in the right direction one way or the other. Right. You know, having the money is only one, one aspect of it. It's, it, and that's a, this is going to sound stupid. Almost. I think that's one of the smallest aspects of it. That's to get you started. I think you get a good brain trust around you that you trust. Okay. And, and from all walks, like from different organizations, so they can tell you, Hey, this is how we did it here. It's how we did it here. So we did it here. That way you, you try to get the most information you can. And then as a boss, then you make those decisions. You also so got to look for, for totally the right amount of talent. Why <clears throat> didn't he sign on um, a lot of the old bookers that, that uh, and I know you don't like him, but Freddie Prince Jr. He's a booker <clears throat> why, and a writer. Why not right. go for <clears throat> talent like that? I'm, I'm just him, using him as an example. You know Vince what I mean? Vince Russo, uh, Cornette, <clears throat> excuse me. I can't stand either um, one Mantel. of them, but yeah, I mean, still, I mean, those are people. Well, that but see, again, those used. are minds. Those are minds that he probably, possibly could have. He he had Eric there for a hiccup twice. Bischoff. So, right. Yeah, and Bischoff used to say a lot of talk a lot of shit about the way everything <laughs> ran the, the the show ran AEW too, yeah. which yeah, you know is kind of hot, to... calling the kettle black, but you know what I'm saying. Well. Well, I, and I've heard I've heard those interviews in the eighty-two week podcast. I did listen to that he has, but um, what I do like about Eric a little more now than I did back in the past, I still think he's scum. Uh, well, I don't want to say the word scum. I don't know the guy personally, but I, I, the stories you hear, which there's two sides, is he he will say, "Yeah, I did this, this, and this wrong," or it'll come up in his podcast like, "If I could go back in time, I would not have done." This, this, and this. Like, he, he, he at least, at this point in his life or career, it does admit some of the failures that he made, which he did not admit back in the day. So I do appreciate that part. All right, so uh, I'm going to skip over the next segment because it's not a wrestling match, and J.J. scolded me last time with the face-off with Britt Baker and uh, Sarah. Don't uh, – it was – the good thing that with was it – It's chill, man. It was what? I heard it was a total shit show. It was. The, the only good thing is she brought out a bunch of people. Uh, I'm calling her Paige. I don't give a shit, Sumi. Um, she brought out a bunch of people you hadn't seen in a while. So, well, we brought up um, we brought up her last week. Um, Ruby Soho? Uh, no. Uh, yeah. But the, uh, yes. Brought, brought her out. Brought some other uh, faces out. 
to kind of even the odds because, of course, Britt has her chicks. Um, nothing really got settled, in my opinion. The next match was was a decent match, but the aftermath is what I like to talk about more because the initials are J and J. But we'll we'll talk about that. Jay Lethal. <clears throat> I apologize. I love Jay Lethal. Always love Jay Lethal. He breeds. He <clears throat> excuse me. Beats a Beretta from the uh, the friends, best friends. I like him. He's underrated. It was a good match. Um, it really was. Jay, Jay did a good job. Uh, Beretta did a great job selling with the knee injury. But <clears throat> after the match, uh, they they do an interview, and here comes Jeff Jarrett. Now, the great thing about this is the fact he calls out Braun Strowman and Triple H in one interview. Um, because, of course, uh, they have the big fella, the former NBA player in their group with Jay Lethal and uh, Sanjay. And he has him come up and he goes, this is a real giant. Not somebody that's tall and muscular wearing red skinny pants. Strowman. And being bossed around by a guy with a banana nose, huh? That did look awful. It does, but it's so interesting that they're they're kind of barking up that tree of innuendo as far as they they can't really say. Well, I guess you can because didn't Punk say you're an underrated Miz? Is that what I, when when the him said that? So I guess you could use their names. I don't know legally what that is, but it was good. It was a good little uh, dropping there, and uh, I thought that was interesting that that, that he's gonna. I guess try to do more of the bashing of the uh, the competition rather than improving your own product. What do you think about that, JJ? I I, I again, and then it goes back to what, you know, we've been talking about. I don't like that you keep bringing in all these people. And then you bring in fucking old ass people. So unless Jeff Jarrett's purpose is to help you fucking write promote and and do stuff in the background we don't need them we don't need that bullshit you've got too many fucking wrestlers to to deal with to be bringing in another fucking has-been you know what i mean okay i agree uh brock had mentioned last week in the podcast after listening again today um which is correct i I guess his big thing is is behind the scenes they're gonna try to go internet actually not try to they announced it this week they're gonna go to the uk and do some programs over there. And, and I guess Jarrett is the one they kind of gave the keys to on this from what I've read. So, you know, it is what, what do it you is think, on that one. Mr. Brock Brolic. Brolic. About uh, the Sanjay that the elite is Yeah, that, that whole thing. What do you think? Stupid. <clears throat> well. Stupid, and then you know, it's it's another fucking way. So it's it it's so WCW esque. It's not even funny. It's just a way to bring two two old ass niggas from WCW, Sting and fucking uh, Jeff Jarrett, into a match for no fucking reason again. You know what I'm saying? No offense. I was a huge Sting fan. Sting was one of my favorite all time wrestlers. Hang it up already, my guy. You know what I'm saying? Is this? You know what I'm saying? Like. Don't be flair with it. You know what I'm saying? Like that's you know, flair. God bless him too. 
But, dude, let them women hang that shit up. You know what I'm saying? If it's not a money thing, then fucking, even if it is a money thing, you can find something else to do. Yeah. I don't, okay, I'm going to disagree partly. Uh, what, what I'll give Sting credit for, he's not going for belts. He actually, let's be honest, he's actually Darby's sidekick. Let's be just, that's the way I see it. He, I don't, I think he wants to still be in the business. I don't know what he does in the back. I've never read one article ever that he's ever been a booker or any agent or anything like that. So I think he's just in it. Just hello. The yeah. Was that? I don't know. I She's no playing with the microphone. Okay. Who's anyway. playing with the microphone? <clears throat> not me. I'm talking. I'm not doing anything. No, somebody's doing something. But anyway, back to my point is I see I see both your points as far as like, hey, you're over the hill, da da. I'm telling you, are you over the hill when you do these consistent jumps and stuff? But as long I don't for me, I'm gonna go back to what I said earlier about pecking order and stuff. He's not really taking anyone's spot. He's not challenging for a belt. But I mean he's taking he's, he's definitely kid. taking TV time. When he's wrestling with Darby. Yeah, that's true. He's had one singles match since he's been there. One. I don't like it. You know, let's just leave it at that. I don't like it. And maybe, I'm a, maybe I'm a hypocrite by saying what I said earlier and then saying what I say now. I don't feel by him being a sidekick to Darby. First of all, it's to promote Darby, which he fought indies is he doesn't need to be promoted. But when you go to quote unquote big leagues, you know, little fish, big pond, you need some help. And he's a bigger fish. So you attach him to it. That's fine. But he's not taking a spot from anybody, in my opinion. So next. All right. Uh, so my opinion, the next T, uh, excuse me, my apologies. AEW <clears throat> champ, uh, Jamie Hayter, uh, defeated Sky Blue, kind of a squash. They kind of teased the Britt Baker thing again as far as just probably going to be a riff in that little group. And I'm um, talking, I'm going to, J.J., no, excuse me, uh, Brock brought this up. Lance Archer, actually, probably J.J. too. He jumps Ricky Starks behind the scenes during an interview because they're going to face each other uh, tomorrow on Rampage in the World Title Eliminator Tournament. Um, and then last, two out of three falls, you had Daniel Bryan versus uh, Sammy Guerrara. Um Nice match. It was very interestingly done. Uh, Daniel comes in, gets jumped. Uh, Sammy takes the DQ because he's using foreign objects to go after uh, Brian's, I believe, left eye, which is what was injured where he had a slightly ruptured bone or something of that nature. I'm not medically inclined. Uh, goes after that. He takes the DQ on purpose so he can do as much damage as possible. But it backfires. Brian comes back, wins the next two. Uh, I thought a great match. The crowd was super into it. I mean, they were on fire. Um, Brock, what'd you think about it? Yeah, solid match. You know what I'm saying? Uh, the kids got moxie. That's not Moxley. I was going to ask you about that. He's got Moxley in his pocket. JJ. Mm-hmm. I, um... Uh... You don't watch much. 
I don't know. I, I, I'll, I'll be honest. And I think maybe you could just kind of hear it. My thoughts on AEW right now are very meh. You know, nah, like, I, uh-uh. I don't care. It's not what we're asking. We're asking about the match. You're not asking about the company right now. I know. We've, we've rambled about the company's issues. But this is the problem. This is where I'm feeling now is every match to me right now, I haven't seen anything that's like, oh, that was great. Or, oh, that you got to see this. No, I don't feel like that about anything. I'm, I'm just very right now, like, meh about everything that they're doing. Oh, Their matches. I'm, I'm, I, I, oh, no, I'm you know what? I can't, you know, I can't front the, 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 the Orange Cassidy and Japanese dude match they had. The <laughs> I thought that shit was pretty dope. I did not that... watch that match, so I cannot comment. Oh my goodness gracious, great balls of fire. That, I, I tell you, it, it, it almost felt like a theatrical match. Like some of the stuff they were doing, and I loved him giving the glasses. And st- I mean, that was just, um, yeah. I love just the fact that the Japanese guy went along with a bunch of that nigga silly shit. You know what I'm saying? Like the well, especially if you follow him, dude. He is a. I don't want to say the word straight lace. We're talking about a straight lace person in a little bit, but it was a does that strong style shit. He doesn't mess around, dude. He mm-hmm. does not mess around. He he is stiff, like you said, strong style, and he doesn't like he doesn't do gimmicks. He doesn't. As you can tell, if you watch him, he doesn't do a promo either. But it was, uh, I, I, man, that is a, that is a great call on that, Brock. It was, it was a very good match. Um, I actually, I'll be honest, I thought the juice was out. I thought he was going to be taking the hit on it, but uh, the way they did it, I thought it was pretty good. Um, so yeah, I mean, they, I. I, I I hope I don't get to a point and I mean, you know what I think maybe I was with with Raw a year ago or a year and a half ago I'll be honest after the McManus came out and three years ago December and said hey we know we screwed up we're gonna change everything and they changed it for about a month and it went back to what it was the bullshit constant rematches constant interference shenanigans. I, I got I got better to the point where it's like, hey, I don't know if I want to watch this shit anymore. But there were matches within the bullshit that were like, damn, that's not a bad match. And we're talking about weekly television. Um, I'm not sure if if you know we have to have a you know quote Seamus a banger. You know, it's nice to have one every ma- or every uh, every hour to our TV show, but. You know, sometimes it's just a setup, you know, like, like Brock says, set up the storyline. And sometimes you're not going to have a five-star, you know, sorry, Moser. Uh, but, you know, it's just something to set it up. Guevara showed me, I tell you, Dana Bryan did what Dana Bryan does, or Bryan Anderson, excuse me. He does what he does. That, that I feel bad for him because he's so good that when he is that good, it's almost like, eh, it's him being him. You know, man, we're used to it where he elevated Sammy in this match to where I was paying almost more attention to Sammy. And I was like, man, I didn't think he could go move for move or toe to toe or, you know, with him. So this was a great match. Uh, and, and I, my hat's off to, to the, the American dragon because man, he lifted Sammy up and I'm not saying Sammy's any slouch whatsoever. 
but he lifted him up. He, he made Sammy look. I like real, to know where, where the hell they're going with that dude too, man. Like where where, where are you going with Daniel Bryan? You know, I want to I want to get in his head. I would love to just sit there and have, you know. I'm oh, sorry, he's probably won't drink alcohol, but go, go to a bar and give him some carrot juice or a V8 or something, and just pick his brain. Is he to a point in his career now where he just he loves the business so much he just not that he wants to put people over every time, but like in this case, he won the two out of three match and lost the first fall, but made him made the opponent look so good doing it. Is that what he's into now? Is that his thing? Like, you know, some people just get to a point like I just want a mentor. You know, I don't want to. Yeah, but it's still you gotta you gotta have him do something. You know what I'm saying? If that's the shit, well, you yeah, know he saying, beat him then... two out of three. But to what end now? You know, so I mean, does he? Well, this is all leading, in my opinion, into I don't want to say war games, but it. I think it's going to lead into something as far as like. Uh, the what do they call club. their war games? Oh man, it's such a way. Oh man, I'm so embarrassed. I forgot. That is the name of their war we games. Suck, dude. We suck, dude. We suck, dude. But anyway, uh, that's AEW in a nutshell. Anyway, it's a bunch of sometimes forgettable shit. No, yeah. well, come on. I mean. Sometimes I was going to say all the time forgettable shit, but I changed it to sometimes. Just sometimes. Yeah, but anyway. they, they, haven't had to, they haven't had to run yet. They haven't had to run yet as far as like, you know, war games start with the uh, NWA, WCW back. The first war games, I think, was in Charlotte, North Carolina. You know, we're going back in the 80s. So, I mean, come on. Let's, let's give them, you know, they tried to jump in the deep water and maybe they weren't prepared. But I'm going to give them a pass that I don't remember their pay-per-view. I mean, I know All Out is one of them. Full Gear is one of them. You know, that's after that, I'll I'll look it up. But I'm going to give them a pass on it. This is a great match. The show in general was solid. I didn't mind it too much. Um, I, I, I'm hoping – I'm hoping they do something with FTR, you know, because they are over like Rover. It's ridiculous. Hopefully they don't just uh, – you know, go. I like Warlow versus uh, Samoa. That'd be a great match. I just think they, I think they did it too soon. So hopefully they, they hopefully the next pay per view full gear comes up and and it, it, the cards looking decent. And we'll definitely talk about that beforehand. Um. So I guess the next thing there. Uh, yes, Rock, is your guys's homework. Your guys's. What about your homework, son? Your guys. Your okay, so I'm going to be straight up. I and I said it before. I wouldn't book it again. I wouldn't book CM Funk, period. I wouldn't hire him. But if it went, you know, if I'm Stephanie and and uh, Khan, you know, signed them without me, you know, without my say-so, I would honestly... I'd make him a mega heel, make him like most people's bitch for the most part. Like, you know, he comes in and do some real heel shit, but loses all the time. That's just because I cannot personally stand him. He's going to book him to, to lose this. Now, yeah. Do, do you, so, so you actually think 
JJ that, that he's going to sign that? You don't think he's going to sign and say, can you hear me? Yeah, I mean, either that or you're going to owe me money and you're going to have to break your contract with me. Do what I told well, you. No, or... I'm saying, though, if you let me finish, what I'm going to say is he's not going to sign unless he has some creative control. Because... Yeah, so then again, I wouldn't sign him. Fuck him. Okay, well, so, so okay, hypothetically, if you had to sign would you? And don't do it. He loses every match because that's just not going to fucking happen. But I mean, you know, let's you know, I'll let her ride with with letting, making him lose. But what would be his initial storyline, and who would be his first opponent? Theory, Jake. <laughs> yo, yo. <laughs> Dude, you, you, you are the queen of, of petty bitch. right now, yo. <laughs> yeah. Dude, bitter party one, your table's available. What the fuck? Yeah. I don't know who she's more bitter at, theory or Lose the theory in <laughs> his yeah. first fucking match. Theory or um or uh, Mr. 420? What's his name? Um. Oh, no. Riddle? Riddle? Yeah, Riddle. Come on, man. All right. Okay, this was why Jesse is not a promoter. All right, so who was Steve? I have very good promoting ideas. Very good, and you guys know it. But I just, I, I wouldn't. I can't get past. I would not get him. So, hey, Brock. Like, but that's what's crazy about it. Can we just name her Oli because she's so bitter? (laughs) She's about as bitter as Oli Anderson is. And hell, he was in the business for his whole fucking life. I mean, gee, many Christmas. Um, well, I mean, okay, well, let, let me ask you guys this: You would honestly, knowing the fucking headache that he is, no, and, and all no. that bullshit, you would actually hire him? Would you really? Not a chance him? in fucking hell. Oh, not a chance in fucking hell. Absolutely, that's, you that's have not. Well, in, okay. in every way, shape, or form. I would hire that nigga. All right, Brock. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. All right. I'm gonna. I'd be running to sign that nigga. Hell, you know. And I've read reports on that too. And I'm like, fuck. Um. Okay. So, so JJ, are you are are you finished? And I'm not being smart ass. I just want to. I'm ready to go. Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. No. No. All right. So, Brock, you can't. I mean, the homework assignment was this, and and this is what how I'm trying to treat it. But I'm going to say this, and, and you had you had sent me a text about the homework. I was like, well, hell, that's easy. And I'm going to go with JJ. I don't. Hey, what do you do with CM Punk when you sign him? I fucking don't. He is not the god of wrestling. Now, is he a draw? Fuck yes, he is. But before I give you my answer, I'm going to premise it by this. Did he damage that draw? on what happened behind closed doors uh, with the brawl. Did he damage what I could get out of him because of that fight? That's number one. I've got to figure out as a promoter, Triple H, you know, okay. Before that brawl, Triple H gives him a Deshaun Watson contract guarantee. Okay. But now you can't. He's damaged goods. Because if you 
again, listen to podcasts, read po- read stuff online, watch stuff on TV. He's taking a character bashing right now. So let's say his value was 100 out of 100, which when he walked in AW, he was. That place went fucking nuts. He could have done anything at all, and, and he, he could walk on water. But that's not the case anymore. He's no longer 100 out of 100. Now, he's probably he still 75 out of 100. Ego. Well, JJ, I'm getting to that. Stop. Sheesh. Thank you. Now, I'm kidding. But no, she, she's right. That's not, that's not it anymore. So now you're asking us, what, what is, how do you book him? That became a lot tougher. The, the way I would look at booking him, you almost have to regurgitate the Stone Cold Vince saga because he left allegedly because of the McMahons, per se. Okay. Well, he blamed John Cena who he wants to. So one of two ways I'd go with this. The first one, you start seeing more and more of Triple H. And I don't mean weekly, but he comes out. You know, maybe he cuts a promo. We have the best fucking talent. We have the best in the – but you have to bring in the term best in the world because that's his term. So whether it's Triple H or a possible opponent, you kind of, hey, we have the best talent in the world. And then he, then the music hits, the iconic music hits. You know, Colt's personality, he comes out. You know, you, you buried me once, you some bitch. I'm back. I'm not going anywhere. I'm t- I'm gonna take it over like I did before. But you got in my way. You know, you could run that angle. I'm a little worried because it is a regurgitated authority angle. The other way you could go, I would love to see him booked. First of all, and Cody has said it himself in an interview, he'd love to work with them. You know, he he didn't say the word regret. But he goes, that's one thing. If I was still there, that's something I would like to do. I actually would, I would actually put the burden on Seth Rollins. I would have Seth come out, you know, on a roll, whether it's championship or not. First of all, do not bring in CM Punk, give him a championship shot right away. But I would have Seth come out, dominate some people, start mentioning. It's got to be long-term build before you bring him in. Of a, I'm the best in the world. I know a bunch of people have said it. But you know what? They're no longer employed. You know, you have to, in any storyline you do, you almost, I think, you have to be real about it. You have to not mention AEW, but mention, hey, I'm here and somebody else is not employed by a wrestling company or something of that nature, a, a good dig into it, right? And that brings him out. But it's got to be a build. It can't, you know, I don't, I'll be honest, I don't want to see him a surprise entrant in uh, World Rumble. I don't want to see that. I think he needs to build better than that because I don't want to see him in a Royal Rumble because then the assumption is he has to win and then automatically he gets a title shot. And I think it should build differently. The build in AEW wasn't terrible. He didn't get a title shot right away. And I like that part. And I think it needs to build similarly to WWE if there is a return. But he's got to work with somebody, I think, like a Cody or he's got to work with a Seth. You no. know, it, 
I wouldn't even give him I, again. I wouldn't give him that importance. What about you, yeah, Brock? What do you, you think? Have to. Yeah, you you absolutely have to. And you know what? It, uh, it, what's funny, Steve, is that I had I had two different you know ways of looking at it when I booked it. <laughs> I, I I don't understand how you guys don't see the value of CM Punk and. As a as a sign, a person signing this thing, you know what I'm saying. I would be very careful already knowing the shit. So the way that that I would structure the deal in a lot of ways would avoid those hiccups that he had with the, well, with the locker room. And in, in, in my every, apologies to interrupt, Brock, but no, 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 that that's not what I understood this homework summit to be. No, that I'm just my giving you that because thought, you guys brought okay. it up. You guys oh, brought it up, dude, so I'm just telling you that's what I would do. so many provisions. You're absolutely correct, dude. And it's not to be a hard ass, but, dude, you can't do No, and, and you, you could do it thinking You're right. it, 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 yeah. I can sell it to them real sweet. But so here we go. The first way that I said was, like, come in, like, almost like um, – Almost NWO style. You know what I'm saying? Like, like a takeover? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like somebody, not, not like a takeover, more of a destruction of. You know what I'm saying? Like, okay. I'm here yeah. to bring the company that I hate down to its knees. And I think you, when you said, when you brought up the shit with Hunter, I think that's great too. You know what I'm saying? It's a, it's a perfect foil for him. You know what I'm saying? It's like, yo. I'm specifically doing this because you took over the company. Now I want to shit on you. Um, And maybe, you know what I'm saying, have a faction behind him, you know, and and the whole nine. You know what I mean? Kind of like what he had. He he regurgitated the uh, Nexus and then he had the straight straight edge group. Right. For example. Okay. So, and and there's a couple Mm -hmm. of, you know, different ways you go with that. And um, now... With that, you know, it would probably. I think Seth Rollins is is a perfect uh, first uh, match for that in that in that type of in that type. Look what he did with Cody. Look what he did with Cody. Oh my gosh! So he's already proven he's willing to put somebody over for the business three times. And he doesn't. You know, who goes over and who doesn't? You know, what I'm saying would would be. You know, what I'm saying depending on how I wanted to work the rest of the program would determine how I want to do that. But, you know, I mean, it, it's not as important as, as uh, the right storyline going behind them. Now, the other way I would have done it, which is probably, about, for some reason, I like it better, and I feel like it solves the issues that you guys were thinking of, too, um, is to do, like, all right, we're, we're bringing him back. Make a big deal about it, you know what I'm saying? Like, have Triple H come into the ring, announce, look, I just signed a superstar for 10 matches, you know, and we're gonna build, a, you know, we're gonna basically, it's like the, the, the 10 best matches that you could fucking think of with CM Punk and with the WWE roster. So, you know, like, I would love to see him and AJ Styles do it, and yes. then, you know. You bring up fucking Rollins again. Um, even Roman Reigns, you know what I'm saying? Like that uh-huh. new moving shit. 
You know what I mean? Where, where, where they was talking yeah. about moving, he hasn't even moved the needle. So there's built-in shit there. Um, then I, I can bring him out if- though. Roman can bring him out, and I like what you said about the needle thing. You know, t-shirt wise, I love that fucking t-shirt. It's great. But Sammy Zayn is, is, you know, is another oh. one. When I talk about dream opponents, not really dream booking. When you say booking to me, it means I'm not just, hey, I want you, I'm, hey, we're talking fantasy booking. That's one thing. But if I'm a booker, if, I, if I'm Triple H, I, I have a, okay, this is my story. You always talk about stories, but here's my storyline. You know, so but that's, that's it. That's, but that's just my point is that make that fucking, the, the fact that I'm giving these dream matches Dubs actual booking, you know what I'm saying? So you don't have to build a storyline or anything else behind the two wrestling other than it was one of the matches on this fucking list. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So for you have that's 10 pay-per-views that you have that you just have a match that you could just throw out there, you know what I'm saying, without any kind of fucking build-up to it, just knowing that that's the match that, that we wanted to see, and that's it. I'm so it's stuck so on the simple, fact that you would so book simple somebody of a booking just is because perfect. who he is and not say, you know what, I'd rather not deal with that headache. That's like saying, hey, you know what, because my ex is fucking hot as hell, I'm going to take them back, even though I know that they're the most toxic person on the earth, you know? Yeah, but not, but that's, you're talking about personal no, shit. You know what I'm saying? Bringing the... the the earth is okay, you know what I mean. It, it's not. It's not about person. This is about business. You know what I'm saying. And but even in, in business, a business environment, okay, look, at, look at the the drama that he caused at. AEW. Yeah, because he did once again. You know what I'm saying. Everybody who's been in two organizations, one with Vince and one with without Vince, will tell you that everybody else is fucking wild, wild west compared to a WWE locker room. You know what I'm saying. Dude. Conan just came out on his podcast yesterday and said the same thing. And I'm quote, you just quoted him. If somebody asked him on a podcast, I think it was click this, but I could be wrong. Uh, that said, Hey, how did you feel about the environment? Cause you know, he was part of Santana Ortiz's thing with, uh, uh, with that group. With Jericho. As, yeah. As far with as LAX. Yeah. And, uh, he said it's like the wild, wild fucking west back there. Yeah, because so, Tony Khan don't know how to read it because you just quoted him. No, but that's just real shit. You know what I'm saying? That's why no. it's 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 not it's not unfathomable to believe that you know if he went to WWE, it would be a tighter ship. Period. Well, everybody said that. But you know, he was the, a dick the two when he things is production and back. But was he? You know what I'm saying? Like nobody, you know, who said he was a dick other than the management when he was in WWE? There's been talent who has said that he was difficult to like. Work who? With. Oh, I can't think of anybody off the top of my head. I'm like, what do you think? I'm, I've got a rolodex of. But I mean, ready? if you're gonna make a point, you gotta have something. At least you no know, one. I don't think anybody had a problem with him like that in 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 WWE. It was Brock, him and the, the management. Problem. Nobody's gonna come out and say it. No one has the nuts, other than of course a Triple H or so, 
that's going to come out. Now, there's, there's. You don't think since then they would have been like, fuck that nigga, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Just like, no, they already, no. look, AEW niggas is already saying fuck that nigga, you know what I'm no. saying? So, definitely a WWE cat would have. I wouldn't put it past Vince to put some kind of NDA, whatever goes on in the back. You guys don't, I mean, you know, don't. But they oh, do that about other cats, you know what I'm saying? Like even all the oldies yeah. talk shit about. Well, how many times you heard that JBL's a bully, for example? Just use that exactly. as an example, right? Okay, you know, Miz. Uh, Miz was actually early on his career was removed by the Undertaker. Well, the the wrestlers' court. He he had to go dress in like the hallway. They wouldn't let him in the damn locker room. But you know, again, it's it, it brought makes a good point. It's about money. It's almost like you betting against your favorite football team in a, in, in, at Caesars Palace because you know they're not as good as the next team, but it doesn't mean you don't love your team. You're going to do it for the money. You're going to do yeah, it because no. it makes you profit. So I see his point in it. But, but again, if, if the homework assignment is, hey, you're GM, A, would you sign him? The answer is fuck no. But and then, just, on, then I, on top I, I of that, see. on top of the draw that he is, and he's going to be a draw, especially yeah, now, you know still. what I'm saying? Like, to, for him to show up in the WWE would be more impactful than when he showed up again after all those years in AEW. I'm going to say So this. that's already, you know what I'm saying, money. Then saying, that being said, twice, though, in his small he's a great span. fucking wrestler. You know what I'm saying? He has great matches. Yeah. He does, but he's injury prone now. He's only he was only in the AEW for was it a little over a year? Am I wrong? Yeah, but then like again, once months? again, you're talking about you the Wild Wild West with a bunch of rough ass wrestlers. You know what I'm saying? No, no, no. The, the the foot injury came by him. He was teaming with FTR. And he did some jump off the top and he hurt his foot. Took him out for what six months, whatever. And then he got injured in the match with Moxley, not by the fight. He was injured in, and that's by his own quotes. So now, is he to the point age-wise? And I don't only mention age because I'm old. But also, if I am Triple H, that's our scenario here. All right, forget about do I like him or not. He's gonna. De- all right, first of all, he's gonna demand top dollar. And no, I'm not talking about that. But he's gonna demand the top money. For whatever years, I don't. I'm scared of that now. But I'm only going to agree to what I'm willing to pay for him. You know what I'm saying? So, so no. The, but now you got to bring in what is he going to agree to? Money wise, I mean, he's doing comics, like not. But well, once again, we're gonna uh, we're gonna assume that the the financials were were feasible for both parties. That's how it got. That's okay. how it happened. Right. So then, then I'm going to go back to what I said. It's either got to be a forty thing with with uh, Triple H. Or yeah. I think he's got to start a program where I think Seth's the perfect guy. I think they would have a five star. I like it, man. You know, but but I'm with in it. the beginning. You know I'm with JJ. I'm at the beginning. All right. If, if again, WWE has a smaller situation than AEW does as far as talent that's not being used. Okay, but. You know, do do you all right? Do, do they need him for one? I don't know. If I was WWE, he he again. He's just not one of the people that I would look to book. If if it was a matter of 
hey, I want to get somebody. I'd get Daniel Bryan first. Uh, well, I'd he's not available, though. Lee. No, no, JJ. He's talking about somebody that's available, though. Right. Yeah, yeah, I know. I'll say, but that's just, I, 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 again, I am a person that I am not going to uh, get rid of my peace just for a benefit of, of the money that he's going to bring in. But Fuck then again, that, you're no. still assuming that there's now, and, and that's, the, that's the, the, the beautiful thing about it too, is that going into the negotiations, it's going to be a topic of interest, right? You know what I'm saying? It's not like we're going to ignore the fact that you just came from this fucking situation, right? So there were going to be assurances, obviously, about that situation. Now, once again, like yeah. in one way that I was booking him where I would only book him for those one-off one matches, he doesn't have to fucking be there but once a fucking uh, month. You know what I'm saying? Which he doesn't have to be in the locker room. So his toxicity is nil. It's just that match and then, you know, we'll see you next month. You know, I feel like I would be insulting my talent. Like one of you said, Seth. I <coughs> like, to me, that would be a slap in the face to Seth. How could it be if CM Punk is a big name in the in the industry? Now, I agree you with think, you a little bit. You asked you think don't think it's when die just for a shot to get into the when accept that shit. It's like, man, yeah, that's fucking big money. I'll do it. You know what I mean? I don't gotta like this nigga. Look at as long as it's a banger. Like his matches with. Cody were great. They were great. So I get that point totally. It's like, man, I could go against this guy, and how good could we get this? Like, even yeah. if we're not the main event, Roman and I know him and Cody YouTuber. would be a fucking banger too. Because and and yes. they, they they fuck with each other too. You know what I'm saying? So they are, what uh, would our next homework be? We've we've got this homework assignment done. What would the next homework assignment be? You have to write CM Punk uh, uh, your sorry letter. Fuck no. Okay. So here, I got a, a homework assignment for you guys then. If right now, chocolate, you could book, you could grab somebody, anybody, regardless of contracts, and say, hey, I'm going to put them in my promotion right now. Who would your top. But which is my promotion? Huh? Which is my promotion? You you you've got your own promotion. You've got your own promotion now. So I got to start my promotion based off of this one cat. Um. Do this. How about yeah. one male, one female? Yeah. Let's do a trinity. Who's your top three? Who's the top three people you would want to start your promotion with? I like that. I do not mind that at all. And you could pick three guys and three girls. You could put put two guys and a girl. You could pick however you want. Whoa, whoa, two girls in a cup? What the hell are you talking about? That's disgusting. You're disgusting. Drinking out of cups, being a Ew. bitch. All right. Before that, we end this, no, 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 no. I'm gonna demand at least three minutes of your time. No, we're done. You're done. Was, you're you're done. done. I was gonna. I was gonna do the one word answer thing. Okay, what's your one word answer? Go ahead. All right, I'm gonna ask you too. Jesus Christ! Give me the first word that comes to your mind when I mention these names, and and I had to kind of make it relative because um, JJ doesn't follow independence as much as possibly Brock and I do. 
So I hit this mainstream, but it was. All right, just name the names. Let's go. Do you have to go to the bathroom or something? I mean. No, you just keep going. <laughs> All right, first word. Austin Theory. Whack. Teeth. He's talented. <laughs> All right. Uh, my word is before buried. All right. Ricochet. First word. First thing comes to your mind. I'll, I'll give you a phrase if you want to. Lame. Care. Wasted. Uh, I'm going to go with wasted. Also, lame is not an option. Jay Lethal. Underrated. Funny. I'm going to second both of you because that woo off was great. But prior to that, when he was machismo, loved it. Good call. Mandy Rose. Surprising. I, I was going to say the same thing. Surprising. I'm going to say reincarnated. That's good. Last but might be least. I don't know. Uh, Hangman Page. Overrated. Okay. Rock. Uh, under, underutilized is what my word is going My shit would be wrong promotion. There we go, ladies and gentlemen. The five at five, which will end every podcast from now going forward. So next week's homework, I want to understand this correctly, JJ. We are supposed to give you, as you will give us, your top three people we would start a promotion with. Uh-huh. Okay. Now, are we... just want to make sure we're doing correctly here. Is it top three men and then top three women or just top three no matter what? The pillars, if you will, since AEW loves that term. If uh, uh, you could have your option, if you want to do three men, three women, that's fine. Um, well, hell yeah, I want to do three men, three women. Okay. Oh, sorry. Pause. <laughs> did you just say I, pause? Yes, yes, he did. He, he caught what I was throwing down. You know what? That- with that being said, <laughs> this has been Aaron Bucks with Brass Nuts. With your beans, Brock Brolic. Scuba Steve. Thank you. And Jesse. Just no, no. Jesse. Just Jesse. I will you say put, the way I want to. You put just on that name. You put no. just on that name. I want to. Like just yes, you will. I like it. I like it in all hyped up. Respect on that name. Scuba Steve. And Jesse. That's how I like this. Anyway. All right. Thanks, guys. Been a great time. Bye. Heavyweight primate with a Harvard mind. Blunt filled with a citrus mixture of orange lime. Pussy drip when the thought of action come to mind. Born to ride when the spring, summer shine. Bonafide, eyes wide, running high. You don't want the revolution to be televised. Terrified from the Arab Mountain death camps. With the iron burning high, give you chest stamps. Phone calls with the cloth over the mouthpiece. With or without lead, burn about an ounce cheap. To the neck like a razor for the stubble. Raise aside the struggle, blazing in a huddle, yeah. Dig a hole for the lamb in it. Leather slippers in the sand, motherfuckers couldn't stand in it. Myself in the back, don't fake the funk on the nasty dunk shack. I tag, close the window to your soul. We the 
Guess how my lungs burn These old suckers getting placed into a young urn Specialized like the little bus Use my chubby little finger first to stimulate the clitoris King Kong ain't got shit on us I'm out here getting it for real while you motherfuckers fill a bus Weed in my finger flicker I'm on a solo mission Started at pole position Eyes on a long division As it burn my thumb I roll another one Quite persistent That's why they call me my mother's son Shoot the gold gift Leave your hoe stiff Make your hoe sniff Hootie and the blowfish Hope they the cold kid Cause every motherfucker in here rockin' low dip I'm on that old shit Always likes to pat himself on the back. Bonus tracks. All right, Dude, come on. I don't doubt it. It's, in, it's uh, Brock Brolic in the cut over there, over there. Come on, let's go. You know what? Your impatience will not be tolerated. Oh, my God. That was great. I'm going to use it. That's what you said, right? Uh, more or less. <laughs> it was funny when you said it. That, that was funny. Just because the irritation value, too. Like, come on, come on, come on. Yeah, here we go. Fucking do it. It's my nail file. And before we start really recording, I was trying to get this done. Yeah, she doesn't have to take this serious, man. Can we get another third wheel? Does Tony like wrestling? Bitch, I'm the first wheel, first of all. Second of all. <laughs> Dude, don't edit. This. 